Welcome in, everybody. It's New Stuff Tuesday. I'm Devin O'Day, and I have my cup. I have my girls who sent this to me. It says, don't make me use my radio voice. <laughs> Y'all, it is the funniest thing, and it made me laugh, and I just love them. So a big shout out to Michelle and Shelly and EB. Thank you. My girls, my girls who, who gave me this cup, and it made me laugh, and it made me cry because I just love having people. And it was very special. So it's New Stuff Tuesday, and that's what's new in my life. If you got something new, put it in the comments and share. Hey, coming up, we are going to talk about what is new at the beauty bin at your local discount store on Amazon, things that you can get. And the founder of Worth Beauty is going to join us right after we talk a little bit about the Ronnie Millsap concert. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap. The final Nashville show, October 3rd at Bridgestone Arena. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap. Featuring performances by Kelly Clarkson, Little Big Town, Parker McCollum, Scotty McCreary, Justin Moore, Tracy Lawrence, and more than 30 guest artists. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap. The final Nashville show, one night only, October 3rd, Bridgestone Arena. Produced by Outback Presents. Hey, Michelle Probes, founder of Worth Beauty and our beauty expert. How are hey, you? Hey, girl. Dear? I'm so good. And as I was saying earlier, your hair looks amazing. Well, I love it thank down. you. Thank you. Uh, I'm, 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 you know, I'm lazy more than anything else. I keep it up a lot, but, uh, but I do take good care of it. Um, I use some really good products, but I did find a discount product. We're going to talk about that. But before that, the Ronnie Millsap concert I was just talking about, they just added some new people like Trace Adkins is joining the cast and Ricky, uh, uh, Ricky Skaggs, Elizabeth Cook, just a whole bunch of people have been added. Uh, we'll be telling about everybody about that in the coming days. But uh, I normally use Monate. And that's the, pro the products that I use. And I get it from Joy Sanders. And I just I love those products. But I was in a pinch and I needed some shampoo. So I went in the Dollar Tree and I got some Moroccan oil shampoo. And girl, it is just, I mean, I got the shine going on. I, it's like, what in the world? I said, I was just talking yesterday to, to Shelly in the front desk. I said, it feels so soft. Well, I don't even know what, what happened. But anyway, but thanks. It looks silky. A dollar twenty-five, Moroccan oil, Dollar Tree. I mean, you know. Well, you can't go wrong with oils. It's just mm -hmm. you need to make sure you don't you, you use it all the time. Like break it up with a different shampoo every once in a while. Well, that's no problem with me because I break I always break it up with it up. There's a gnat in here. Uh, I always break it up with another shampoo. I'm just real. Come on. It's just what we do. Um, you have found some really neat products and you turned me on to one that has changed my life. The BB cream. Changed my life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you are such a busy woman and a lot of us women, either side of 50, we don't have time to do a sunscreen and a primer and a conditioner and a hydrator and a foundation. Well, it's all in here, girl. Everything. This is, yeah. This and is it, Maybelline. This is Maybelline and it's yeah. under $10. It's $10. Mm -hmm. I think I got the, two. I think I got the Revlon. Okay. This one, this is, Today we're doing Maybelline. Mm -hmm. You asked me for three must-haves. Mm -hmm. So the must-haves happen to be all in Maybelline. But this Perfect. is S SPF 30. And it conditions and hydrates your skin 
and it's a lovely shape and you just blend it in whether you use your fingers or a blender sponge, which you can also get at the drugstore, but just, you know, all over your face, I, you know, you and I like a natural look and mm -hmm. you know, it takes a lot of work to look natural, doesn't it? <laughs> um, well, the thing is, is that, you know, I keep telling everybody what you need to do is take care of your skin because then you need less makeup, mm -hmm. you need less coverage. Right. So this blends, gives you coverage, protects you from the sun. Now, if you are allergic to titanium dioxide, check out that it is, that's the big oh. thing in there. Some people are, I'm not, you're probably not. It's very no. rare, but you do need to check your ingredient deck on stuff like SPF. And I know this sounds silly, but a lot of people don't know SPF just means sun protection factor. So it's protecting you from the rays of the sun because we at this age also really, we could get a, a cancerous mole or it just dries you and wrinkles you up. Who wants to be wrinkled in the sun? Oh, it's so, just, it's just not worth it. And now in the, in the, in the world of spray tans and stuff like that, there's really no, there's so many great products out there that don't turn you orange, that don't streak. And it's just, yeah. you know, to protect your skin at all costs. Sun, skin cancer is huge. I mean, the numbers are staggering, staggering. Yeah. yeah. So, well, we have, we have no ozone layers left, so it's hitting us hard. Um, number two on my list was because I am an eyebrow girl. And I think a way you can define your face without looking like you're wearing a lot of makeup uh -huh. are your brows, are your brows. They're everything. So this is again, Maybelline and it's their brow definer. And what I do, Devin, one of my tricks is I get it in two shades because there are times when you want just like a day look and you want it a little bit lighter. So I use the blonde brown. Mm -hmm. And then when I want a more dramatic or even just darker or evening look, I do the dark brown. And what I love about this is it's got a little brush. So oh. after, after you apply the line and what you want to do, girl, is from your brow, go up just like you're creating hairs on your brow. Okay. Then you take the brush side and brush it all together. And you've got such natural, you can create whatever arch you want, whatever look you want. And mm -hmm. I mean, brows can totally change your look. And again, staying natural. And $9.99, $9.99. I love that. I love okay, that. La last but least is their lip crayon, which I mm -hmm. cannot live without. This is their, this is, it lasts forever. But what I love about it is it's not harsh like a pencil. And sometimes as we age, we, our lips feather right above the line. So this That's is such so a easy. nice way to say that. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, it's I just, do. you know, gravity's pulling and our collagen is leaving us. So this mm -hmm. is so easy. Just smudge it on, blend it in, and it stays on for like 12 hours. And then the other little trick I do is I take a little bit off my lip and then I put it on my cheek just to get a little glow, a little color. And then boom, you're done. Another $9.99. So for all three products that really you could walk out in the day and do your stuff under $30. I mean, come on, Maybelline, way to go. Drugstore, anything. Yeah, I, I love those. Thank you for those, Michelle. You know, Maybelline, remember Great Lash in the pink tube yes. with the green top? Pink and uh, green. For years and years and years, even the best makeup artists in the world that were in New York City working and they were there, they said, we, and they had just like boxes of that. They said, it's sure. still the best mascara. And a lot of the models, they said, that's my go-to. 
you'd ask all the supermodels, I go, what's your most important product? And they'd hold up the pink and green Maybelline products. And Maybelline's been doing it for a long time. They're still here for a reason. Well, most of the time on expensive products, you're just paying for packaging. They're probably actually made in the same manufacturer. It's just you're paying for the packaging. See, y'all, that is the that's the takeaway from this whole segment today is you're just paying for the packaging so most of the time. So make sure that you'd make a check. And uh, I find that often that sometimes the best products I didn't spend the most on. Yeah. And your and your and your keepers and your always you go back to like Vaseline from you know example. I mean, mm -hmm. there are just so many things that are the basics that really are important to hydrate and just look natural and feel good about yourself. And worst case scenario, sunglasses and lipstick walk out the door. You're good to go. That's right. I love it. I love it. Love it. Well, Michelle Probst, you can uh, do do yourself a favor and follow Worth Beauty on Instagram. Worth Beauty Company is the place where you can get tips like this every day. I mean, you are you are on social media telling people really great tips and sharing people. And, you know, it's really interesting. The, the things you. that I have learned from you just in the last, and I'm going, you, just the BB cream alone has changed everything. I can go down because you don't, it doesn't really matter. You don't even have to be perfect. And it just, you just, you can just rub it on your face like you're doing moisturizer. And all of a sudden, wow, I've got foundation. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, yes, you look great. Thank you. And you always look great. Thank you so much, Michelle. I appreciate you. Bye. See you next Thank week. Thank you, honey. Bye. Worth Beauty Company. Do yourself a favor and follow Worth Beauty Company Instagram, Facebook, and of course, worthbeautycompany.com. And don't forget to join me September 15th. It's a Friday night. We're heading to the Johnny Cash Storytellers It's Museum. time for the Release the Hounds Music Festival. It is taking place Friday, September 15th at Johnny Cash's Hideaway Farm in Bonacqua, Tennessee, raising money for animal rescue in Hickman County. ReleaseTheHounds.org is where you get tickets, but guess who's playing? Flat River Band, Scott Southworth, Jenny Tolman, Travis Tidwell, the Boomtown Saints, and the Outlaw Apostles. September 15th, that's a Friday. Get your tickets now at releasethehounds.org. Hey y'all, this is Bay Simpson, the front man of the Outlaw Apostles. We're going to be in Bon Aqua, Tennessee at the Hideaway Farms for the Release the Hounds Music Festival on September 15th. So y'all get your ticket and come out and see us. Y'all, we are about to meet somebody that I, I tell you, I admire her so much. Um, I'm just a huge fan of Dr. Carol Swain. I'm going to play a little snippet of a video that I found about her story. It's, it's from a special call from GED to PhD. She's a phenomenal human being. And what she stands for comes from I, I, layer upon layer. We are built by our foundation and she is not ashamed of her foundation, nor am I and of mine. And it's what we bring to the party that makes us who we are. So just a little bit of background on Dr. Carol Swain, Swain who you're about to meet with her brand new book. We were the poorest of the poor, and that was a part of the identity. 
I'm a university professor now, but I never uh, can remember a time growing up that I ever said, I want to be a university professor. I was born and raised in the rural South, and I was one of 12 children. I was second from the oldest. We lived in extreme poverty. The early part of my life, we lived in a two-room shack, and it was literally a shack. It's so tiny. And my elder sister and I and some of the younger, the children that were the first kids, we slept on the kitchen floor. The house did not have any running water or indoor plumbing and not having a bathroom in the house. And so really having what the older people call a slop jar in the house and having to empty that, uh, those are things that made it very difficult. You had to that's just some of that background. I said, I haven't heard anybody call it a slop jar since I was little, but I mean, you know, I remember it's like, you know, you know, go empty the slop jar. You know, it's, it's something. Welcome Dr. Carol Swain. How are you? Well, thank you so much. And you know, sometimes I see things like that. It brings back memories of me putting detergent under my arms, trying to, uh, trying to make deodorant. And when I would press fire, suds would come out from under my arms. And by the end of the day, my arms would be raw. Um, oh. I, sh <laughs> I shared that once with an audience of about 500. And it was supposed to be funny. It was supposed to be a laugh line. Yeah. line and they all burst into laughter. And I burst into tears. And I was shocked and embarrassed because I didn't know that the sadness ran so deep. It's, it's so difficult sometimes to think about those humble beginnings and and we're not we're talking humble it's it's unbelievable to look but um andy andrews who wrote the traveler's gift said uh, a person's success is directly com comparable to the depths that they sprang from and i think about you and here you are a university professor but an author extraordinaire and um I have been reading your work for a long time. The new book is called The Adversity of Diversity. You went on. I want to finish that story real quick. You went on from, from those humble beginnings, though. And who was it that encouraged you to get your education? Yeah, I mean, I was a, high, I was a middle school dropout, married at 16, and, and later went to school and got, I didn't go to school. I got a high school equivalency, and then I went to a community college. Uh, there, there was a medical doctor that I met in my uh, early 20s who told me I was intelligent, I was attractive, I could do more with my life. And I had forgotten that I was smart, but no one had ever told me I was attractive. In fact, my siblings called me fish eyes and Frankenstein. So I, I thought I was the ugliest person in the world. And then later, I got my high school equivalency. In 1975, I took a job outside the home, filed for a divorce and started the community college the next year. And one of the African orderlies said, you ought to go to college. Uh, I go to school with a lot of people who are not as smart as you are. And he planted that seed. And so I would argue that the medical doctor who was uh, Caucasian and Catholic and the orderly who was a Muslim from Sierra Leone and black, they changed my life with their words. Words are so important, and that's where we go right into the words in the book of the adversity of diversity. We live in a world right now which 
I said, it's the strangest time right now, which diversity, 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 but we're divided, divided, divided. And, yeah, you and I want to hold up my book in case you don't have the, the cover. I, I got the picture right here. We're going to make sure <laughs> okay, everybody's got it because um, the adversity of diversity is what we're talking about, how real unity training can promote healing in a post-affirmative action world. Mm. Well, Devon, I can tell you that I, the people that encouraged me to continue my education were overwhelmingly white. And I know that as a black person criticizing affirmative action and diversity, equity, and inclusion programs, CRT, the first thing that people say, and they've said it many times, well, you benefited from affirmative action and now you're trying to pull up the ladder. I can tell you that I've benefited from the passage of the 1964 Civil Rights Act mm -hmm. and the non-discrimination equal opportunity uh, that came out of the passage of that civil rights legislation that led uh, people to begin to look for talented minorities. And uh, the equal opportunity allowed people like me to get our foot in the door. We had to prove ourselves. It was no equity. There was no equal outcomes. You could fail. And so um, along the way, there were some people who made it and some people who didn't, but you got your foot in the door, but you had to prove yourself. The whole idea, now for those people, you've heard the terms your whole life, affirmative action. It was, it, for, for, would you explain that so I that everybody gets that? Because people think, oh, that's a good thing. Because it sounds like a good thing. You say affirmative action. Oh, that sounds good, but not so necessary. Well, the first thing that people need to know is that affirmative action was never a law that was passed by both houses of Congress and signed by the president. Uh, John F. Kennedy in the 1960s, he issued the first executive order. It was a series of executive orders. And back then, there was a lot of discrimination. We had not passed the 1964 Civil Rights Act. And so his executive order prohibited uh, discrimination in federal agencies. Then in 1964, uh, uh, Lyndon Johnson signed another executive order. But then in 1965, he gave his famous university commencement speech where he used the imagery of the shackled runner saying that you don't take the runner and put him at uh, a, a shackled runner, put him at the start of a race and say, you've been fair. That brought in the preferential treatment. And it was the Nixon administration's executive orders that gave us quota programs, quotas, mm -hmm. racial quotas. And by the 1970s, we had deviated from the Civil Rights Act, which prohibited and still does discrimination on the basis of race, sex, color, national origin, and religion. And white people have felt that they were not covered by civil rights, that they didn't have civil rights protections. That was something for minorities. But fortunately, white people and Asians who are also being discriminated against, in fact, they're mm -hmm. considered white, uh, and Asians are just as varied as any other group. Some are poor, it depends on your ethnicity for Asians, how well you do. But Asians and whites are protected by the 1964 Civil Rights Act, as well as men and heterosexuals and Christians. And these are groups that are being discriminated against. And in my book, The Adversity of Diversity, I argue that the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to strike down race-based college admissions uh, spells doom for every DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion program, the CRT trainers, all of this stuff, 
it, it spells doom for them because they violate the law and the constitution mm -hmm. in the same way. And white people are beginning to successfully file, file lawsuits. In fact, there was a Starbucks uh, regional manager that mm -hmm. won a $25 million settlement for racial discrimination. And there was a man recently who won a settlement against his, his um, female boss who told him to man up uh, in front of a, a bunch of other employees who happened to be female, but he was singled out because he was male. And we also know that often uh, Christians are marginalized because they are Christians. And so I want people to know that they do have rights, there is a recourse, and that you can have diversity without discrimination. We can get back to e pluribus unum out of many one. We can, businesses and organizations can get back to their original mission statements rather than trying to push some social engineering agenda that makes the workplace worse off. That is the magic word that comes up consistently, and it I get a chill because I, I'm so aware of agenda, agenda, agenda. And I feel like agendas get pushed more than truth, more than something that's actually needed. There's another word that has come up a lot as I've listened to you speak, and that is the word entitlement. Entitlement's a very dangerous word in our world right now. And, and yes. tell me a little bit about how you explain that and how you talk about how entitlement has really hurt people. Well, in, in my uh, new book, I have a chapter on just my experiences in an affirmative action infused mm -hmm. world. And I wrote my first uh, paper about affirmative action as a senior uh, at Ronald College in Salem, Virginia. It was my senior thesis, 1983. I was a Democrat at the time. I was much closer to the poverty that I came out of. And I was critical of affirmative action at, at that time. And I had a couple of reasons. One was that I had uh, white classmates and peers that would say, you, you haven't made it because you're a black woman. If I was a black woman, I wouldn't be looking for a job. I would have a job. And they seemed to think that because I was black that I wasn't paying for my education the same as they were. Uh, and I found that uh, bothersome. But I had uh, black classmates and some of them came from very affluent families and they were saying, oh, I'm going to law school. I'm going to medical school. And I can tell you they had GPAs below 1.0 and they would say, well, you know, they have to let us in. And so those people believed that because of their skin color, they were going to be let in regardless of their grades. I don't believe the people that I encountered that believed that, that were had D averages got into law school or medical school, but they believed mm -hmm. that they could. And then there was another group of blacks who felt like we can't do anything as black people without affirmative action. And I felt that it was uh, harmful back then, 1983. I was a Democrat at the time. Uh, you know, I was in my twenties. I saw the problems. And in this book, the adversity of diversity, I quote from myself from my A plus paper. <laughs> I, I love that, you know, it, it, I was sitting backstage at the Grand Ole Opry and I was speaking with Charlie Pride 
And I said, Charlie, what's the question you hate the most? And he says, I hate them asking me what it feels like to be a black country singer. <laughs> he said, I don't want to be known as a black country singer. I just want to be known as a country singer. And you know, for He's myself, all during my education, I just wanted to be an individual. And so I was not a part of black political scientists. I didn't join the black student union when I was at Roanoke College. And I was never into the black stuff, but I was into the academics. And I met the highest honor society that Roanoke College had. And later they got a Phi Beta Kappa uh, chapter and I was inducted into that chapter. And, uh, and so I always wanted to distinguish myself uh, based on my academics, I did not want to be seen as an affirmative action person, but because of affirmative action, every racial and ethnic minorities and also women too have to fight that battle that you only have your position because of affirmative action. Mm. That has to be maddening in so, so many ways, but I'm going to tell you something. I want everybody to do themselves a favor and get this book today. It is available wherever books are sold. Do you have any book signings coming up in, in Middle Tennessee? I will have one in October, probably at the Puffy Muffin in Brentwood, but we yeah. have not advertised the date yet, but that's in the works. And okay. People well, can I'm going to get you to come me. back. I'm going to get yeah. you to come back. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And I hope you will be able to attend. I let you say a few words. Oh, thank you so much. I, uh, I appreciate you so much. And, you know, I told somebody they were, they said, Oh, who's on the show tomorrow. I said, Dr. Carol Swain. I said, it is my hope that one day I see her in the, in the presidency, but you know, that's just me, but I'm just saying, no. <laughs> that's not what God called me to do. He called me to hold <laughs> politicians accountable. And you know, with this issue that I'm working on, uh, the CRT DEI, I feel like it's a calling. I feel that corporations and organizations, they want an off ramp. And I want them to know that they can have diversity. They can have integration. They can have all of that by following the laws of the land, following the constitution, just get out of the way and let people do uh, what they were called to do uh, and, and use that talents rather than driving away your best employees because you're forcing them to do something that's not even uh, effective. You, you're just brilliant. And I can't wait to have you on again. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you Dr. So Carol Swain. I appreciate you so much. Bye. Bye. Oh, I just love her. I just love her. I learn from her every single time. Hey, stay tuned because this is where you need to go in Franklin. Get your knees worked on, get your back worked on, get pain-free without surgery. Did you know that up to 80% of us will experience back or neck pain during our lifetime? Many of you are offered surgery or addictive pain pills to relieve your chronic pain. At the Dr. Gill's Center for Back, Neck, Chronic Pain Relief, we have been leading the way to better health, naturally, and have helped tens of thousands of people right here in Middle Tennessee for the past 30 years. I came to Dr. Gill about 10 years ago after my local doctors recommended surgery. I knew about Dr. Gill and wanted to see if he could help me. 10 years later, I am pain-free, no surgery, and no pain pills. Surgery is scary, and over 40% of all back surgeries fail, creating a cycle of surgery and pills. There is a safer solution to your chronic pain. Make the call to the Dr. Gill Center for Back Neck Chronic Pain Relief today and get your life back. This office visit is normally $299, but call today and receive your initial consultation report of finding for just $49. But hurry, this offer won't last long. Call 615-768-8743. That's 615-768-8743. You can't see the sights without the sounds. 
from the crack of the bat to the roar of the crowd and everything in between. Discover what Hit City has to offer. Spend your nights cheering on the Nashville sounds at First Horizon Park with giveaways, fireworks shows, theme weekends, and more. Single game tickets are on sale now. Visit NashvilleSounds.com to claim your seat today. Y'all, I'm serious right now. They have a dragon here. I saw it. What? But no, they don't. There's no such thing as dragons. I swear, I saw it. It had huge claws. Get out of here. It had eyes as big as the moon. Come on, I'll show you. Wait up. <gasps> Do you hear that? We're almost there. Whoa! I told you so. That is a dragon. That's our show for today. Don't even have time to play the clothes, but be safe, everybody. Be kind to each other and remember you are loved. And check our comments today because there's some great products recommended. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.